There we go. Now I'm not clipping to Helen back. Give it till halfway through the episode and you inevitably will. <laughs> oh no. It happens. Happens to the best of us. Well, it won't be the whole time. That is true. That is true. I, I don't think there's ever been a recording where you were clipping the entire time that I can think of. There are definitely times where it's been way worse overall. Mm -hmm. But I think the worst episodes are ones where you've been way, way, way too quiet on accident. Mm -hmm. Which is almost more surprising, but... Oh, it's your Easter. It's not over. No, it's pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's another day. Yeah. I feel like we've been over this enough times <laughs> that, like, it should be understood. Like, Grant doesn't do holidays if he's just on his own. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I feel like it's... At least when I was alone... It did offer opportunities for excuses to do something kind of fun or nice or different. Mm -hmm. Like, re regardless of your own sort of, you know, belief system or whatever, I think that, you know, everyone can make can make a use of an excuse or two throughout the year to just switch things up a little bit if you're in the mood to do so. Doesn't mean you are, but. That's how I typically no. treat it. I I just I think I just live such a a wild and carefree life. You know, I don't need an excuse to do something wild and different. Mm -hmm. Um, I just that that's my everyday. Gotcha. Uh, so so the carpe, so the mundane is your holiday. Yeah, I'm carping them DMs if you know what I mean. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, I don't know. We uh. Oh goodness. Ugh. Oh, am I boring oh, you already, no, Mark? No, no, you haven't even read my comic yet. It's, it's sugar sleepiness. I've had nothing but sugar today. <laughs> and then you should be uh, wide awake. That's not how that works. <laughs> Very accessible energy. Uh -huh. uh, Aaron and I made cinnamon rolls. Technically, we made caramel rolls with icing on top, but they were effectively cinnamon rolls, and they're very tasty, but very, very, very sugary. Mm -hmm. And then I've pecked at the Easter basket that my parents sent us. So I've had some other bits of chocolate and other candy. And then we made bacon and eggs for dinner. So that was my one not just straight sugar part of the day, really. <laughs> yeah, bacon and eggs is great. It was. It was really good. I love breakfast for dinner. Oh, yes. And at this point, bacon is, you know, for the best, a rarity for us. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do not Trying to think if we've even made it in this apartment yet or not. I don't think so. Aaron would you know. You just ate it, so haven't well, you? Well, I mean, yes, now. I, did, I mean, up until today. Uh, okay. Because we have a bag of, like, frozen sausage patties because Aaron likes sausage more. I'm not sure if she likes it more than bacon. But she likes sausage more than I do. And uh, it's also easier to get the, like, Jimmy Dean microwavable sausages so in a pinch mm -hmm. if you just want a little extra something to go with your egg or like a pancake or whatever you can make one of those versus bacon you know I, i'm very much just from growing up a um you know cooking in a pan bacon person 
Mm-hmm. So it's just a little bit more uh, work to do that than to just microwave it. So it's a bit more of a rarity. Micro- so it's very good. Do people actually microwave bacon? Um, I actually have in the past enough times to know that it's not great to do so. That sounds so sad. Yeah. Like in a pinch, if you just wanted like, like I'm trying to remember when I did it. If I did it, I almost certainly did at least once or twice in my apartment in San Diego. Um, that's the one time that I think I can remember doing it where it was like, oh, I'm just making like pancakes for myself i'm just making a few pancakes and i just want like two strips of bacon so i don't want to like pull out a different pan and like make these two strips of bacon so i think i probably just microwaved them it sounds like it would also like annihilate the inside of your oven like i I feel like the cleaning uh... of a pan would be about equal to cleaning (laughs) the inside of your microwave you don't just throw them on a plate with nothing like you cover them in paper towels at least that's what i do uh (laughs) So it doesn't like splatter grease everywhere, but you do get a very okay. sopping set of paper towels and yeah. a greasy plate. Like like I said, it's not great. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, think... I pretty much... Go ahead. I was cutting you off, so I was going to let you go, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, I pretty much just like cooked bacon in a pan. I've Oh, no, I did try to do it in the oven once. Uh, and that was a disaster because I got a little bit too fancy. I need to try that again mm-hmm. though, because I feel like it's a, I feel like it's something that could work or like does work. I just need to not get too big for my britches. Yeah, uh, I I discovered in high school that baking bacon was a thing. I didn't really know that before. I don't think I've ever attempted it, but I do you remember the the what was it called? I don't know if this was separate from, like, the news that we had in high school. I think it was a separate thing that happened when we had our, like, very infrequent sort of... What what was it called in high school? Was it called, like, advisory or something? The, like, basically once a month thing where we just had to go sit in a room at the start of the day? Do you remember this? Did it, is this a real thing? I don't. This is a thing because it was the only reason I ever went into the, um, whatever classroom it was where you had classes like, um, I think like, um, the like engineering classes were in there. I don't remember the teacher's the name, but he was like our. I think it was like essentially advisory, but I just don't remember what it was actually called or why we had it. And maybe it was only as freshmen. I don't. I had no memory. Oh, maybe maybe it's that could be. Like I feel like we had it freshman year, and then it got like killed because of the uh, year long trial, uh, or our like entire high school trial of late starts once a week or something like that, or once every few weeks. Wait, wasn't that just like at the end, <laughs> like our senior or junior year or something? No, it was a very no, long thing. because my sister drove me. Yeah, I because this. I remember, be- I, I I was just in my head trying to place it because I only remember having this, like, advisory thing freshman year. That's the only time I remember being with this group of people in this random classroom at the back of the school. And uh, sophomore year, we were trying to, we had a presentation that we wanted to set stuff up for, and we were able to get special permission to come 
during the late start, but like in the part when students were supposed to be there during late start to like go into our classroom before first block and get things set up in the classroom the way that we wanted. Hmm. And that was sophomore year for that project. So yeah, I think it was like three years of that like trial of one late start a week or whatever it was, however they rolled it out over time. Wasn't and it like we, one and a then month we never like... actually got it, I don't think. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't think we did. I could be wrong. But I, I, I feel like we still start at school at like 7.30 a.m. for our entire time at high school. <laughs> yeah, but we always had like a day or two a month. that, or Yeah, and that was or... the like test because the whole goal was to test out like permanently moving it back. Oh, is that what the purpose was? For the entire high school, which they did do eventually. Oh. But it was a sort of like some sort of longitudinal study essentially of whether there was any great benefit to it. I don't remember. Like, I don't remember all the details, but I do remember knowing that it was for a greater purpose to see how things would operate. And eventually oh. they did do it after we graduated, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was for like teacher prep time, like professional development stuff. I mean, that's what they said. <laughs> that's what they used it for. That's what they forced teachers to come in and do. But I think the idea was... No, we're making these, like, high schoolers start school way earlier than they should. Well, that was a given. Like, and then, yeah. But then there were fights about over that, whether that was a truism, because, you know, for people like me, like, I, I often worked after school, or things like sports and stuff that like, happen after school. If you push it back later, it gets harder to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, was, it was a bit of push and pull, but I'm pretty sure that eventually they changed it. So, yeah. Yeah, the whole... Oh, gosh. <laughs> the whole sleep thing is just, like, so funny to me. Mm -hmm. Because if you, like, went up to people and were like, Yo, I have this drug that I could give you. It'll lower your blood pressure. It'll decrease your stress levels. It'll make you more attentive. It'll uh, improve your sexual performance. Uh, it'll help you lose weight. Uh, it'll make you less likely to get in car accidents. Like, all you have to do is take it each day. Like, people would freaking pay tons of money for that pill. But then if you tell them, it's just like, oh, yeah, you have to sleep eight hours a night. Everyone's just like, oh, that's too much. That's ridiculous. There's no way we can do that. Rah, rah, rah. Or like, no one like, you know? Well, I mean, there's a bit of a false equivalency there, um, which is that... The, the difference there's a there's a huge difference between taking a pill which takes about five seconds and sleeping which takes a, a lot more than five seconds to reap the same benefits like okay. i i get your point uh, i think there's also a case to be made that some people like you know in like a broad sense for the majority of people probably this is a fair thing to be saying but there are also people whose sleep schedules are super messed up for various reasons. There's a lot of extraneous factors that go into sleep as a thing. You know, like there are lots of people who probably do wish that they were able to sleep regularly or whatever, but there are other things stopping them. Um, but I totally get the point of people who like fight against the actual idea of sleep. That's really dumb. Or like the people that read all the research that, oh yeah, like, School-aged children do better in school when they wake up later. 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, let's make him come here at six instead. <laughs> like, yeah, I get that there are other things that go into those decisions, but it's just like something that feels like it's very like clearly understood, and we just like ignore it because reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I get that. You know, part of it is, of course, at least in the case of our high school, a lot of it is the inertia of a prior decision. Mm-hmm. And just getting over that hump and the, like, huge logistical hassle of, no, like, our entire system is built around the fact that, like, buses are able to make several trips because schools are staggered in their start times. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all sort of wonky in that way. Um, yeah. that That's hard. Uh, so like it's it's a difficult problem and so you need enough uh evidence to kind of eventually show that yes indeed this is worth the effort to change because it's going to reap these benefits despite the annoyances that it'll cause in the um, immediate term Mm -hmm. but um, we're getting way off topic because i originally wanted to what, what brought us to this was i was talking about this advisory thing and I was trying oh, to remember there was some bacon. dumb video that that often like some like up uh, you know uh older kids would put together this sort of like Wednesday show to mm-hmm. to to show during advisory and I remember one of them was made during the sort of bacon craze of our high school days when everyone was very into bacon for some period of time wait i don't <laughs> and, and I distinctly remember them making this bacon wrap burrito or something like that where they created a basket weave of bacon and put stuff inside of it and folded it up into essentially a pillow uh if you will or a calzone where the crust is entirely a bacon weave and they baked it in an oven are you sure you're not like i am watching epic mealtime videos on youtube sure that this happened while almost... I was sitting at a random table during the sort of advisory session my freshman year of high school. A thousand percent. Like, I, I know that this happened without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. And that's what I was thinking about. That was, that was the, it was because it was that video, the reason I brought this up. It was that video that made me learn that baking bacon was even an option on the table that's the point Mm -hmm. i was driving at i Ah, know it was i I know it wasn't something like youtube because i never watch food-based youtube channels things like epic mealtime i remember hearing about them i've never ever watched one um none of the food-based youtube videos are things that i watch god i'm so sorry your life must suck dude no it's great uh the only (laughs) thing that i can remember seeing was and this is only tangentially food related it was uh brian david gilbert on polygon doing it unraveled oh, that was we make every recipe in breath of the wild <laughs> yeah in one day or whatever many recipes there were uh and it's like a 30 minute long video where they have have like what's the famous set of bon appetit that's the like parent company of a lot of fancy and fun youtube food videos right uh it, yeah, it's one of like the, yeah. Yeah, so one of the guys who hosts one of the channels there, they were able to get, uh, they booked the 
one of the kitchens that that company uses for a lot of their content for an entire day or, or for a chunk of a day. And they had this like fixed period of time to try and make this stupid number of recipes. Uh, <laughs> so it's very they funny. Were, they were in the BA test kitchen. I don't remember this. I feel like I've seen this, but I don't remember this. Yeah. Cause he, okay. cause he I'll wasn't it doing afterwards. it on his own. He was doing it with someone who was Ooh. from that, uh, company. Oh God. How long ago was this? I'll look it uh, up afterwards. I, I won't July tenth, twenty nineteen. We made all seventy eight Breath of the Wild recipes in one day. Oh, I was wrong. It's probably it's not probably not. I I latched on to uh, the Bon Appetit because that's one that I'm familiar with. It looks like he's uh-huh. actually with Eater. Ah, so that's the you difference. You lied to me. You dirty liar. Not intentionally. Doesn't matter, you're still dirty. Go take a shower. No. Okay. But I will open up your comic. Oh, Jesus. How about we take a shower instead? (laughs) God, I gotta remember what I was gonna talk about. Shower (laughs) podcasting. Can you get, like, a waterproof... You you definitely could get a waterproof mic. Well, I think... So the bigger issue in our bathroom is the steam. Because our sort of uh, Uh. exhaust bathroom fan is just garbage. And it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So it gets really, really steamy. Um, and, and there's like mm. a gradient of steam. Like like it fills up from the top to the bottom yeah. in yeah. like an obvious way. Like how that steam works. Is, but it's, but it's in, in the viscosity of it <laughs> Ooh. Uh, is such that you can see uh, how the steam collects over an average shower based on the rust pattern in the door hinges when we moved in. Ah, uh-huh. So. <laughs> it is immensely rusty on the top door hinge, and there is n- not a speck of rust on the bottom door hinge with mm-hmm. a nice little gradient on the middle door hinge. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Anyway, no shower podcasting. That's a joke. I wouldn't enjoy that, and I wouldn't want to edit the audio for that one either. <laughs> Maybe just during the rest of the podcast, I will just put very gentle shower sounds in the background uh, instead of the overbearing shower sound that would actually happen with me trying to sort of shout above it as I record. (laughs) Yeah. Grant has brought Monty by Jim Medic. Uh, We have a couple people chilling at a sort of cafe table coffee cups in front of them one of them the guy on the left is wearing maybe like a hard hat and uh, some rubber gloves it looks like probably and he is saying with his fists clenched very intensely i can hardly wait to start my new job with united voltage i bet it kind of turns you on my being a line worker doesn't it just imagine, 11,000 volts surging through a cable and me controlling it with my strong, confident, super-insulated, gloved hands. And we pan to the woman that he is sitting across from, who is wearing sunglasses and looks very sort of nonplussed about the whole thing. And then we cut back to the man who is holding a plugged-in toaster in one arm and holding a fork very delicately in the other and says, hey, want to watch me put a wet fork in the toaster? 
And <laughs> the woman points at him and says, no, I want to watch you put a wildberry pop tart in the toaster. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed listening to you read that way more than I was expecting to. <laughs> um, that was just wonderful. Well, Mark, I I have a task for you to do right now, now that you've finished reading. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it will help us with the rest of what I want to talk about. I want you to go and click this link in the show notes. Oh, goodness. A new link. This. Okay, great. Don't say anything once you click it. Okay. Have you clicked it? Yeah. So, Mark, I want to talk to you about Pop-Tarts. Uh-huh. And just in case... You are not a Pop-Tart connoisseur. I provided you with this link to help. But I want to hear your thoughts on some Pop-Tart flavors. And kind of like, we'll start off. Do you have a favorite Pop-Tart flavor? So I just put a link in the show notes. uh, Because there's a podcast called Top 4. It's a husband and wife who just sort of create a top four list of various things. Um. With asterisks on that, they almost they almost always have honorable mentions, but they enjoy doing food episodes. So they did a Pop Tarts episode where they bought mm. as many flavors of Pop Tarts as they could get their hands on. Oh my gosh, that both sounds at the amazing. grocery store and at, and on like Amazon, and went through every single one of them. At least had a bite of every single flavor that they purchased and did a ranking of them. <laughs> and they've done this for other things like Pringles and all that sort of stuff. But so that's been my most recent interaction with Pop-Tarts. So, in terms of Pop-Tarts... That's not a good sign, because it was... It didn't involve you eating them. I know. Uh, It's been... But I'm just saying, it's been a long time since I've had Pop-Tarts, and after listening to that podcast, I realized how few flavors of Pop-Tarts I think I've actually had. Yeah. So, in general, the first thing that comes to mind as a Pop-Tart that I'm pretty sure I enjoy, and is like a sort of weird go-to... Is the Schmores one? Mm-hmm. Just because it's it's the one that I know that I've had before. I think it's totally fine in terms of a pop tart. The other thing that comes to mind is um, probably I'm assuming frosted strawberry. I think would be it. Classic. Yep. Uh, I, I do like strawberry things a lot. I feel like the few times that my parents happened to buy pop tarts, which was you know tough to make happen. Uh, I think it was probably strawberry. And s'mores ones, I don't even know under what circumstances I've had them. I just know that I've had them. So th- those are the first two things that come to mind are s'mores and frosted strawberry. And that's not because they happen to be together in the list of flavors. Uh, they're just the things that come to mind right away. Okay. Yeah. I just noticed something that really bothers me. Okay. Because if you go by their website and the number of reviews on each flavor... And think of, say, the most reviewed flavor is probably the most popular. Eh, that's a, <laughs> the most reviewed? Well, it's the one that people have felt the need to say something about the most. Which typically means that it's, it's probably like 90-10 in favor of bad reviews when it comes down to people wanting to provide an opinion online. But sure, let's go with your thought process. Except it is it is tied for first place yep. amongst all Pop-Tart flavors with more than 10 reviews, I believe. Yep, I'm, I'm seeing that. I, are we going for pro- frosted brown sugar? Yeah, which is a uh, uh, SH asterisk asterisk flavor. 
It's a terrible flavor of Pop Tart. Hmm. Why do people eat it? Why do people waste their money buying it when I know they bought it from somewhere where there are other options? That is a crap flavor of Pop Tarts. Like it's not as crap as the like unfrosted flavors. Those <laughs> that just seems like like utter just like yeah. Like trying to torture someone or something like, "Oh yeah, we're going to get you Pop Tarts, but not frosted." Like what are you going to do? Buy someone a Wi-Fi router and cap their speed at like 1 megabit per second or something? Hmm. I so I'm pretty sure I've had frosted brown sugar cinnamon. I don't remember it being particularly bad, but I think the other thing for me is every Pop Tart I've had is, I mean, obviously a lot of sort of quote unquote kids breakfast stuff falls under this, but it's it's just sort of a remix on a bunch of sugar. Oh yeah, and, and so you know, brown sugar cinnamon. I I feel like there there's it's hard to make that offensive. Obviously, it's been offensive to you, but when I think of the, that like general flavor combo of basically vaguely cinnamon roll filling, it, it's just kind of boring. Like like I'm sure yeah. it'd be totally fine. Like, but this is the thing I've never had. Like when I think when I think of s'mores or frosted strawberry, I'm not saying, "Oh boy, I really want one of those." I'm thinking. Well, I've had those, and yeah, they're, they're fine. Like if I, if I were in the mood for a pop tart, which I typically am not, then mm-hmm. I'd go for that. But I, but if you gave me the option of if you added brown sugar cinnamon, I'd probably be like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll try that one too, and it'd probably be just as fine as all the others to me. I don't yeah. know. Okay. I mean, all, all that I can say is it is funny to see. Any real disparity, you know, I think anything above like four and a half stars in terms of Pop-Tarts is probably fine. It's yeah. funny when you start looking at, for example, the Frosted Chocolate Churro Pop-Tarts, which only have two reviews, but it is a three-star average. Where, um, so either one? two three-stars or a five and a one. Oh, Let's wow. Let's see. Five and a one. I would have thought that was good. But then we have Fruit Loops Pop-Tarts, which has 110 reviews, so a lot more, and that one's stuck at 3.8, so... That one makes sense. Loops are trash. Yeah. So no, I feel like for me, if I'm in the mood for a Pop-Tart, it's because for whatever reason, I didn't want to just go get a chocolate bar instead. Mm-hmm. But I can't, for me, imagine that brown sugar would be anything poor. And evidently, the the vast majority of people <laughs> who have bothered to go on the Pop-Tarts website to review a flavor uh, feel at least as... Um, apathetic as me if not clearly way more excited yeah I don't know just baffles me you know if you could make a pop tart flavored the way that you sort of wanted in your mind if that makes sense like like Mm -hmm. name a flavor that for you uh, would be like yes that's the pop tart I want assuming that I can get it to match the name that that I'm saying Mm. like what's your sort of ideal flavor of pop tart mm-hmm. which which isn't necessarily your favorite culinary flavor because it's very possible that a pop tart is not a very good uh like mechanism to get you that flavor <laughs> yeah no okay honestly before i like went to their website and looked at it this is probably bad but i'm definitely going to be buying some i haven't bought pop tarts like at a grocery store in a real long time mm-hmm. uh but probably this might good. be the catalyst that pushes me to buy the frosted red velvet cupcake ones. Uh, 
because I really want to try those. Uh-huh. Um, so that's one option to answer your question, but that's a real flavor, so I don't think it works. Uh, you know what? If they made like a legit like German chocolate cake pop tart, I feel like that could be delicious. German chocolate cake. Okay, that's interesting. Like that, like chocolatey, like coconutty, kind of like caramelly, whatever flavor. Mm-hmm. I feel like though that flavor combo would work, and I feel like it's not just like a a redo of something they already have. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can see that because because I'm realizing, you know, for I think the reason I like Shamores comes to mind, and maybe would be my pick of like let's really double down on the Shamores thing and make it fantastic. It's because a Pop-Tart Shmores is, is, or a Shmores Pop-Tart is not too far away from just what a Shmores is, you know? Uh-huh. Like, we're already at gooey marshmallow, eventually, you know, on the edges, gooey chocolate, but typically mm-hmm. more solid chocolate, and graham crackers. And like, a Pop-Tart is not that different. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I can see, yeah, German chocolate cake, that had me thinking of one of my favorite bar desserts are seven layer bars oh my gosh yes and, and i could definitely see a pop tart with that like yeah the little That'd bit of coconut so and then chocolate and butterscotch and all that sort of stuff oh that would be excellent as well yes that would be delicious yeah huh i wonder if there's like a suggest a flavor thing so this is the thing i when I click on all flavors, there's no. I feel like there has to be more flavors than what is listed. But like, I just don't believe it because it's just new Pop Tarts, limited time only, which is lemon groove pink lemonade. Okay, that sounds Doesn't disgusting. That <laughs> well, and the internet agrees. Two point nine stars. <laughs> yeah. Also, le- uh, what is gro- like what dancing lemon? Also, why is the lemon pink? When's the last time you saw a friggity fracking pink lemon in the grocery store? If I saw pink lemon in the grocery store, I would never shop there again. I, I don't think it's it's because it's pink lemonade, Grant. That's why. Which is I, like a thing. How do you make pink lemonade? I need to know. I, this. I don't know. I don't know. This is this can be another quick Google adventure along the lines of baby carrots. <laughs> pink it's lemonade cranberry some, juice or, or raspberry, raspberry juice or yeah. crushed strawberries more but, often lies aka red food dye yeah that's just preposterous and not very surprising one of what is pretty cool though what limeade limeade is pretty cool especially if it's been the, in the fridge yeah, the like uh the simply brand limeade. Mm-hmm. Especially the uh, raspberry limeade is just killer. And the best part about that one is they're not lying to you about why the color is what it is. <laughs> they don't just call it like, oh, pink limeade cuz like let's sprinkle some magic on our BS and make you accept it. Like, no, they tell you where it's coming from. Raspberries. Yeah. That makes me trust you cuz you're That's not totally lying fair. to my face. Don't well, lie you to know, me. I was going to say you. Simply is a trustworthy brand, but also I'm very confident that they also make pink lemonade. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. You can already tell them riled up. I'm going to their website. Uh, you want to guess what their website 
uh, URL is, don't look it up to see if you can guess what the uh, simply I, I searched simply beverages and I did find their website, but the URL is not what I may have expected. Um, I don't. I have no idea because it makes me think that it's not going to be what I expect, but I don't know what I don't expect. I, I don't know. I could just be lying. It could be exactly what you'd expect, but go for it. Was it what like Coca-Cola.com or something? <laughs> yeah, Coca-Cola.com slash simply. No, it's oh! not. It's not. Oh. It is simplyorangejuice.com. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so it looks like they don't actually so make excited. a pink lemonade. So actually, yep, they are trustworthy. They yeah. have simply lemonade with a raspberry, with a blueberry, and with strawberry. Blueberry? Ooh. Apparently. Simply pink hmm. lemonade. If I search that up, what do I find? Yeah, it's just giving me the stuff with raspberry. So, yeah, so they do not seem to make an, an actual pink lemonade. So there you go. They are trustworthy. Don't buy pink lemonade, folks. Yeah. It just has red food dye in it for no good reason. Mark, I gotta say, we've had a real deep conversation here that started <laughs> from Pop-Tarts. Like, like... This is what we're this is what we're thinking about when we're not thinking about like important like important things like like this is what we're thinking about when we're not thinking about global warming. I mean, and in the intro, you know, we went from bacon to wherever the heck we went in terms of uh, trying to figure out our history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the mundane is the best. Mm-hmm. Wrapping all the way back to Grant's Easter. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, joy. Pop-Tarts. What got you thinking about Pop-Tarts? Was it just a comic? Did you just happen upon a comic for once, or were you actually trying to actively think about Pop-Tarts? Um, okay, now i got to try to remember what I was thinking about <laughs> 45 minutes ago. Um, I was frantically trying to remember what I wanted to talk about from earlier this week, because on, like, Tuesday, I had, like, a baller idea, and I'm sure it was a baller idea, because I really wanted to talk to you about it, and I almost called you to talk about it, and I was like, no, I'll save it for the podcast, because this is my week to choose a comic. <laughs> And then, like a numpty, I didn't write it down. Uh-huh. Uh, and so then I was sitting here for literally like 15 minutes uh, trying to remember what the heck I wanted to talk about that was so important and was so, like, earth-shatteringly awesome of an idea that it would have been worth calling you for. Uh-huh. Uh, and I couldn't remember it. And then I started getting hungry, and I was like, yo, I haven't had a Pop-Tart in so long. Pop-Tarts are delicious. Uh and then I remember the last time I had a Pop-Tart. Uh, and then I was like, no, I need to think of what I was going to talk to Mark about. And I was like, oh, my God, it's 8 o'clock. I got to just, like, choose something now. I was like, Pop-Tarts! <laughs> and that's how we got here. I always love tours of your thought process. <laughs> uh, don't I just have a wonderful mind? A beautiful mind? Gosh. Some might say. Wait, what's that movie about again? It's it's, it's about John Nash, who is a famous mathematician who died in a car crash. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's sad, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's maybe slightly less sad that he died in a car crash in like his 80s or something like that, but still, it's not great. Let's see, how old was he when he died? Oh, yeah, this movie with... Uh, yeah, Russell he was in like his 80s or Crow? so. Yeah, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe. Yeah. I've never actually seen it. I'm sure I'd enjoy it, but I haven't seen it. I've definitely seen it, I think. I feel like he's <laughs> definitely, definitely a crazy it, person. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes I just need to go through a binge of all the, like, um, 
dramatized documentary films of these like famous mathematicians and physicists and whoever else. So a beautiful mind and a theory of everything. And I'm sure there's a couple others. I think did the man who knew infinity become a movie. Yeah, that did become a movie also in 2015. Are you thinking only real people or like, is well, yeah, like Good Will Hunting Goodwill, is a yeah, fiction, Yeah, I've seen Good right? Hunting, but I'm talking about real people. Okay, Although okay. I do still need to show Aaron Good Will Hunting. She hasn't seen it yet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's I agree. That's a classic. And that's coming from a plebeian scum who doesn't watch most classic movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. It is very good. Uh, but yeah, so The Band Who Knew Infinity is about Ramanujan, who was sort of a mm-hmm. um, you know, mathematical savant of sorts in the mm-hmm. early 1900s and that's got the one dude in it what's his name uh i can dev patel yes okay i've never heard of him but i was just figured that it was probably the person who played ramanushan <laughs> yes yeah no he's great what else is he in i have not seen any of these movies yeah, I haven't seen anything that he's in. <laughs> you haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire? I also haven't no. seen Slumdog Millionaire, but I wanted to seem offended okay. by something. <laughs> you haven't seen Chappie? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> but I, I'm aware that that is a movie. I had no idea I've he was in it, though. never heard of this movie. <laughs> so it's like RoboCop, but different. <laughs> huh. Or is it? Or is it sort of like, it's almost like the aftermath of iRobot. <laughs> <laughs> really not actually but it's oh. in the near future a mechanized police force patrols the streets and deals with lawbreakers but now the people are fighting back Ooh, Ooh. and then a police droid is stolen and given new programming etc uh. etc et hmm. huh. we'll all be anyway <laughs> movies yeah So we got, my dad is Dracula. My dad, in fact, is not Dracula, but just, like, just to put that out there. Just to be clear. Uh, but this comic, My Dad is Dracula, but is by Jason Poland. Uh, and this specific strip is called My Dad is Dracula and a Pile of Clean Laundry. Scene opens. A, a, a son, a young boy, standing a room with a pile of laundry in front of him with fangs and a uh, oddly Dracula-esque haircut. Hi, son. Don't put me away just yet. You could be denying a pet of a cozy nap spot. I feel like I really could have read that better, but I have no idea how. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty much what it is. So his, his... it's a talking pile of laundry that also happens to be his dad who's worried about uh, pets napping and covering your clothing in fur. Because let's be honest, this is clearly referencing cats. I, I think the small bit that you're missing is that the son is looking at the pile of clean laundry as, you know, some sort of obligation or thing that he will probably have to do. But in the final frame... Uh, he now has a justification to not deal with it and is smiling. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's subtle. Yeah, I totally missed that. I was just noticing that the final frame of the comic has cats in the background. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was totally right. It was about cats. Those kind of look like uh, 
um, a sort of like a smaller, what am I, I can't think of an adjective, but they look almost like uh, Batman masks in like a, Mm -hmm. like an anime stylized version. (laughs) I was just going to say if like Catwoman had a Batman symbol, that's what it would be. Yeah. I mean, she kind of does. She has her own mask. No, but I mean like the, the light on that uh, Officer Gordon like shines at the sky. Mm. That's Commissioner Gordon to you. Oh, sorry. I didn't know that you'd gotten <laughs> all the way through. <laughs> uh, so, what I was curious about, I'm not here to um, dig into your laundry habits necessarily. Oh, no, I know. This but... is going to be a war, isn't it? No, no, no. It's It's a simple question. I'm curious what sort of hamper if any, that you use for your dirty laundry. Oh, like it's it's a laundry hamper? I don't know how to describe like, it. Like, is it taller than it is wide? Is it like just like a mm-hmm. basket? Is it collapsible? Is it is it like sturdy? Like what are okay. some properties okay. of your, describe it to me. Paint me a word picture, Grant. That's what we've been doing okay. for <laughs> two years. <laughs> yeah, you think we'd be better at this? Almost You three. think I'd be better at this by now, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is. So it is, in fact, uh, taller than it is wide. So it's not like the super stereotypical uh, laundry hamper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, I'm going to say it's about mid-thigh height high. And if you took a microwave and stood it on one of its sides and then tried to drop it into the laundry hamper... It would it would definitely like fit with a inch or two of clearance on each side mm-hmm. into the hamper. Okay, is yours like a like a plastic one then, like a yes. sturdy plastic one? It's, okay, it's a rigid plastic with circular like holes. It's like yep. super I, Swiss. I'm picturing cheese. it exactly. Super regular Swiss cheese, and it's <laughs> yeah, black. Yeah. Okay, black. For whatever reason, I was thinking it would be purple. I don't know why that color popped into my head, uh, but that's what I was picturing. But black, that works. I could respect that. I'd be okay with that. It's it's the it's the kind that you would get at every Target college sale ever. Yes, <laughs> <Okay>. exactly. And <laughs> it's almost like you were there when I bought it. So I'm pretty sure that's probably where it was purchased from. <laughs> Actually, I was probably not even there when it was purchased, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Are are you what deeply analyzing my my no, prison it was just, ninja? 